0: Hey guys! hey guys!
1: I'm Savannah. I'm Delaney, and this is the Crime Chronicles. Woo, woo! Welcome back. It's been
0: a Forever. Little, It's
1: been a. It's been a while. It's been two <laughs> months. Don't <laughs> lie. Yep, it's, it's been, been two almost two months. Yep. So it's going great. We had
0: so, so much things. going on.
1: So thank you guys for
0: patience. And yeah, just sticking it out with yeah. us during Run, this. Yeah, running a podcast in high school. Is, it's been crazy. It's been a little rough. We were able to get, like, a bunch of stuff, like, way more done than we thought we were at the beginning of the school year, and then... Uh-huh.
1: And then it just
0: declined from yeah. there. Yeah. So... It's like, we had clubs, we had sports, I got sick, Savannah got, I got sick, sick, I really, really got sick. We traveled, like, we... Yeah. We had a lot going on. We've been busy. Yeah. But... Now we're back, and I'm so excited. Yeah, it's like been forever, and I have so much I want to talk about. I know it's gonna be great. And we missed you guys. I know. Um, but yeah. So no, it's just been crazy, and like we didn't even know if we were gonna get a record today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but we're doing good.
1: Uh, we Happy holidays, because we're yeah. close to Christmas and Hanukkah and all those things. It's crazy because we were saying that the last episode we recorded, we were like, mm-hmm. Happy holidays, <laughs> because we released it on Halloween. <laughs> um, you know, and we're just gonna ignore that we missed. A whole entire month. month, but that's
0: okay. It's okay. It's fine. We're back in time for the holidays. Exactly. A little present from us to you. From us to you, and it's you get called our lovely voices. Yeah, it's
1: called this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's called this is what you get. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah. so we're doing happy good? holidays, yes. happy New Year's. Because I don't know if we're getting an episode out before New Year's, but yeah, depends on you know, but yeah, family and timing and such. I don't even know how long it is till
1: New Year's at this point. I feel like the time's just time's blurring it's blurring together at this point. I mean time. like with
0: COVID, everything's just kind of been like woo. And it's all one big thing. Blur yep. blob. Yep. Like we're already halfway through the school year, which is crazy. Yeah. But yeah.
1: So yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Um, but before we get into our case we have some true crime news. Which is gonna be great. Yeah. So okay. two just kind of yeah. things that have happened recently. Um, I'll go first. So I have, there was a man named Brock Allen Turner who was convicted of rape at some point. I'm not sure when this I happened. I think it was
0: 2016. Don't yeah, it's count been a little, little bit am looking it
1: up as we speak. As yeah. we speak. Um, I'm going but he's 2015. Out, 2015. I was one year old. So he's out of prison right now, and he apparently moved back to Ohio. So, it's been kind of talked about like. Anyone who lives in Ohio or knows people that live in Ohio, just tell them to be careful, please. Especially Um, if you're
0: a woman, because... mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, just look out for him. So, Uh, that's not necessarily great news, but we kind of wanted to inform you on his whereabouts. Just as a general,
1: like, PSA
0: type of thing. Just to be careful And it's not anything where you're, like, living in fear, but just, like, know his name, know his face, know to stay away from him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, just that quick, and then... And then on some lighter news side of the... I don't know how to phrase this. Uh, Yeah. On a lighter note, that's what I was going for, but then I started saying all the things. We got there. On a lighter note, there is a 65-year-old cold case, which is widely known as the boy in the box, and it's, like, I did research on it, and it was originally going to be my first case that I did for this podcast, and then I ended up switching, and we just never got around to it. Yeah. But it's been unsolved for decades.
1: And it's... Decently well known It's too, like A lot well of people. Known he's too. like mm-hmm. previously was known as like America's unknown child and yeah, pretty big.
0: Because it was a four-year-old boy who was found in the box, hence the boy in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one knew his his identity. It's still unsolved, sadly. But mm-hmm. finally, very very recently, police identified the four-year-old as Joseph Augustus Zarelli. And that was made through DNA analysis, and this DNA is, like, way back- from way back late 50s. Yeah. So, it's crazy that that was still possible. DNA, like- insane.
1: Evidence and all that stuff is so fascinating to me, because it's- I don't know, it's just crazy. Yeah. Even stuff, like, from super, super far back like that, you- Yeah. You can still get accurate matches, but-
0: And I'm so- like glad that we're finally making some headway in this case because mm-hmm. it could also mean that we make headway in other cases mm-hmm. that are unsolved which is yeah amazing. and this
1: one is still unsolved but now we at least have, have an identity yeah and like hopefully closure mm-hmm. and all that
0: stuff so it's just really good and to like dna can out. go so far because they started mm-hmm. doing dna stuff with the golden state killer case, yep. and then he got like, like found and arrested like, a crazy
1: amount of years later. I don't yeah. even know how many, but he was, like, 70 when he got arrested.
0: It was insane. Mm-hmm. So, that's some good news so in yeah. and Hopefully
1: that, like, progresses more and that case will get to be solved. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's just a really big one and... We're so glad that he got identified.
0: I think one of our friends sent it to us when the news first broke, because we didn't see it, and then we were, like, on our way to school, we were like, oh my god. God. Like,
1: this is crazy. It
0: was wild. We talked about it pretty much the entire way to school. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're in the true crime community, this is Oh my god. This is pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about that. There's probably so much more we could talk about because of our... Long how long we've been gone? But absence, but yeah, we'll keep it short. We'll keep it short. We'll keep it sweet, so we yeah. can get into the wild case. I I'm am so prepared excited for this, you today because I don't think I've
1: ever heard of it. So.
0: She's never heard of it,
1: and she's been hyping it up all day. And, and
0: if you've heard of it, you know that she's about to get like whiplash. I'm so excited, so bad. Yeah. Um, brief FYI, there is very much themes of like child abuse mm. and very severe mental health. Okay. So, Good to if that's something that bothers you, we'll see you again later. Join yeah. us. Go re-listen to some of our other episodes. <laughs> Just not this one, yeah. Just not this one. Yeah. Okay. So, to start, I'm gonna- Wait, You should s- say the name of the case first. Oh, right.
1: Well, I will. <laughs> okay. okay. You will?
0: Yes. Okay. So, today I'm doing the case of Dina Schlosser, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her last name right, because people pronounce it five different ways and yeah, all of Yeah, it sounds sources. like a- it's How spelled S-C-H-L-O-S-S-E-R. I just say so slosher. Slosher. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing yeah. better than yeah. Savannah, clearly. Yeah. 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 Um. And so to start off this case, I'm going to start with kind of where the actual, like, event took place because it's not, like, a serial mm-hmm. event. It's a one-off. Okay. <clears throat> so kind of like I did, I think, with Catherine Knight, I'm going to start there and then bring it back and show you what led up to it, and then go into the trial. Perfect, let's But do just it. prepare yourself, um, because like Catherine Knight, we're going to get right into it. Love it. Okay. Okay, so. Get myself in the headspace. On November 22nd, 2004, a 911 dispatcher handled what is, in my opinion, one of the most disturbing 911 calls, like, ever. Ugh.
1: 911 F-
0: calls are free Like,
1: crazy to me. Yeah. just, yeah. Yeah.
0: After receiving reports from daycare providers about the welfare of 35-year-old Dina and almost 11-month-old Margaret Schlosser, 911 made a call themselves to the Schlosser residence. Cannot say that last name. (laughs) Lord. The operator asked if there was an emergency after they received a reply, Mm -hmm. to which Dina Schlosser calmly replied, yes. Oh, oh, that gave me chills. I don't know. The operator then asked exactly what had happened, to which Schlosser replied, "I cut her arms off." As the religious hymn uh, "He touched me" played in the background, uh, the dispatcher repeated her asking, "You cut her arms off?" and she simply replied, uh-huh. "Uh huh." Uh. Um. Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> and that is where this case really oh, begins
1: oh my god so now i'm gonna take okay. you way right back okay and we're gonna do the lead-up Woo! Yeah. all right
0: okay i has got something to get my blood blood, blood yeah. going yeah that was i definitely heard this heard about this case on tiktok and the mm-hmm. girl who opened the video was like this mother cut off her 11 months old arms and i was like oh, like, oh shit
1: <laughs> i was like okay all here right I go. getting straight so, into it
0: yeah all right love it wonderful so, Dina Schlosser, born Dina Leitner, was born in 1969 in upstate New York to a loving family. Growing up, she was very, very close to her mother, which is a little funky, considering what happens later. Um, And she was most definitely, by definition, a mama's girl. Okay. That's Um, interesting. Yeah. During her early years, she had a really typical life, even when her parents ended up divorcing when she was around five years old. However, when she turned 8, she was diagnosed with I'm going to try to say this. All right. Excuse me if I pronounce it wrong, but she was diagnosed with hydrocephalus, cephalus, something mm. like that. Um this is a disease that comes from excess cerebrospinal fluid that builds up in the brain and like causes a ton of pressure. Oh. Um oh, that sounds awful. If left untreated, it can interfere with brain function, which eventually leads to death. That so it's sounds like terrible. really serious. Yeah. Um from ages eight to thirteen, Dina had eight surgeries. Oh jeez. To have shunts implanted in her brain, heart, and abdomen. Oh my gosh. So she went through a bunch of stuff that's like awful. medically at a really young age. Yeah. That's um, awful. She recovered fully from all of these surgeries. However, a lot of them led to her having to get her head shaved because it was brain surgery. Yeah. Um, and that resulted in quite a bit of bullying from her classmates, which is um, really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but part of me wonders that because she had such severe, like, brain stuff happen at such mm-hmm. a young age, if that didn't have something to do with what she did later and some of the mental st- health stuff yeah. that she struggles with, because stuff with the brain, like, is so scary. No, like, it like, freaks me out. Like, that shit freaks me out, because, like, one bonk to the head wrong, and you're a completely different person. Right? It's
1: insane. Like, it's so fragile and, like, mm-hmm.
0: And so dictated. intricate. Like, yeah, it's... Yeah. We did, like, a unit specifically about the brain in our psychology class. And mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting to learn about, but it's, it's terrifying. Creepy. Yeah. So, like, part of me thinks that maybe some of the stuff she struggled with later in life didn't happen as a result of the brain mm. trauma that she experienced so young. Yeah. Um, despite all of this, though, she ended up working her way through school, and eventually she ended up at Marist College, where she, ironically, studied psychology. Oh, Yeah. Love it. It was here that she met John Schlosser, Schlosser who would eventually become her husband. Okay. Um, Dina got her bachelor's in psychology in 1990. However, John, who went to the same college, never got a degree. He uh, just kind of was there and hung out <laughs> and partied and, like, he a, he lived just... off the money he was getting. Yeah. Love it. He was just kind of there. Love However, that. despite all of that, they got married. And eventually moved from New York to Fort Worth, Texas, which is oh. a change. Yeah, that's a... It's a little bit of a jump like there. culture shock Yeah, a country. <laughs> no, for real. Um, so it was here that the marriage began to take a kind of strange turn. Hmm. And there's a reason I for have this. a feeling that I don't know what's coming next. <laughs> you kinda do, you kinda don't. Okay. And honestly, I say that now, and I give some details now but a lot of the actually, like, batshit wild stuff comes out in the trial, so you're gonna have to... Oh, okay. i are gonna have to bite you, right. bide your time. So, John begins a business in the computer science industry, and they gave a specific name for it, but I don't know what that is, so we're just gonna move on. Great. Um, we know it's something, but, <laughs> yep, <laughs> you know. Don't know what it is. Um, And this, like, business was going super well. Like, he was okay. thriving. However, at this time, he forbid Dina from working. Because hmm. for a while they were both bouncing around trying to find jobs, yeah, and then once he got this job, he was like, "You're not allowed to work anymore, and you're gonna stay home and like cook and clean and be oh. basically like a trophy wife That's weird mm-hmm. okay. shortly after this, the two found a church in Texas, which okay. is really sketchy Uh-oh. in my opinion it's it sounds more like a cult. love it, and I <sighs> looked it up. It is still a church in oh. Texas. Oh no. Please don't go there. Yeah. Please. Little cultish. Yeah. So they began going to this really sketchy church called Water of Life. Oh, that sounds like a cult. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) That title alone. And it's run by a man named Doyle Davidson. I would not trust anyone named Doyle.
1: I'm (laughs) so sorry if your name's Doyle, but if you if your name is Doyle and you run a church called Water Water of of Life, Life, then I don't trust you,
0: you know? Yep. So, here are some little tidbits about Doyle. Love it. So excited. Just, this okay. is just the surface of this man, because some of the stuff he testifies in trial. Uh-oh. Wild. Uh-oh. So, Doyle was a veterinarian. Oh. turned, like, pastor preacher. That's a jump. Because he just decided he could do that, you know? Okay. Um, He claimed that God spoke to him in visions, and he believed that he was a prophet sent by God to spread his message. Dude, whatever.
1: <laughs> Whenever that happens, I'm like, uh-uh, because every time that someone does that, something goes wrong. Yeah. Like the F.L.D.S. No, literally. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, uh-uh. thank you. I don't like none of that.
0: According to him, yeah, the women in town were used oh, by the spirit of the Jewish prophetess Jezebel, and you don't have. I know relatively you know about roughly this. about her. I don't yeah. know how many details. I you know roughly have, about.
1: But... She's like, not good. She's, like, a temptress, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, for those of you who don't know who Jezebel is, she basically, like, seduced men in the Bible. so she's evil. Yeah, and so she was evil, and then I think eventually she ended up getting, like, literally eaten by dogs. I do know about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... According to you know him, the women in this. That?
1: I have to share why I know about criminal that. Criminal
0: Minds. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> From an episode. A, episode of Criminal Minds. Yep, that I recently Anyways, rewatched. <laughs> apparently, Doyle had also been doing his fair share of Criminal Minds right. watching because all of a sudden. He was a fan. He was like, whoa, the women in the town are all possessed by Jezebel. Love it. Crazy. Um, She's here. <laughs> he also believed that the city of. the Like, the city where this church was, um, the city of Plano, had been possessed by an evil spirit. Okay. So he just had well, he all these up. wild. He was like everyone's thoughts.
1: possessed. Everything yeah, and everyone is possessed. is possessed. And
0: I need to run a church. Yeah, to he's them. like I need to fix this. So you know, obviously he was qualified to run a church, and yeah, he did.
1: The veterinarian. Yeah. yeah,
0: it wasn't like too terribly long after John and Dina joined this church that their marriage started to take a turn for the worst. Okay. So, John, after joining this church, John left his stable job that he was in. Oh. And tried to find a more lucrative job through consulting. Which huh. like you're in computer science and you jump that's... to consulting. Yeah. However, this didn't work and a lot of the consulting like jobs and gigs he had began drying up super quickly. So he wasn't yeah. making a ton of money. Well that's also not what he's like No like, experienced experienced and, in. Yeah. Um, and so, because John didn't allow Dina to work, he was the only provider, and this became a huge problem. Yeah, I'm sure. At this point, they were no longer able to afford their home in Fort Worth, and this is when they moved to Plano, Texas, to be closer to the water of life. By the way, for those of you who don't live in Texas, this is 120 miles away. Oh, dang. Like, it's not, like... We one don't live in Texas another- either, but No, yeah. So that's why I put this in here for you. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's like it's not like one city to the city like 45 minutes away. No, okay. no, no. It's like it's a distance. It's like it's a big, yeah.
1: On well, Texas this, is a big state. Oh, yeah. Like, Texas is
0: massive. Yeah. They have so, their own pledge. I know, like, like guys, yeah. what are we doing? Texas is big. Texas is wild. And honestly, I'm not surprised that this culty church is in Texas and it still exists. Like <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, Texas is a... Texas is a little wild then. Yeah. Um, On top of this, Dina had really struggled with, like, some conception stuff, um, and was dealing with the grief of three miscarriages at the time of their move. Jeez. So she had gotten pregnant three separate times and had a miscarriage each time. Oh, that's so rough. Mm -hmm. And so she was struggling a lot with, like... Mental health and then just grief in general, and it was really, really clear. Mm -hmm. But they still did this move, and shortly after, Dina did get pregnant again. Okay, however, this time she successfully carried the pregnancy to full term and gave birth to her first daughter, Brianna, in 1995. Nice. Um, two years later, in 1997, she gave birth to their second daughter, Kelsey. Mm -hmm. And following both of these pregnancies, the couple was, like, over-the-moon happy, and it seemed from the outside, like, things were looking up for them. Okay, good. So they had finally moved, and they were finally able to have kids, and in 2000, John finally got another stable job. Okay. Where he was actually, like, solidly having an income. Yeah. And they moved into a better neighborhood, and they had a really nice home. Nice. Nice. From the outside, the Schlosser family looked perfect. Mm-hmm. Dina was said to be a really, really good mother, and mm-hmm. would like take her kids to the pool and play with them outside, and like she was always hanging out, and they were always laughing and having a good time. However, behind the scenes, there was a lot more happening than first. You always do these
1: type of cases. You're like
0: these seemed like a nice, normal family until they weren't. You always, I, it's you very always much have my this. vibe. Uh huh. Like I, we both know kind of what cases. We do, mm-hmm. but we kind of almost have opposite. Yeah. You I've have one very similar much...
1: to They Were a Nice Family until they weren't. You do. soon. Up, oh, really? Up and coming.
0: Yeah. Ooh, exciting. A lot of the times you do the very much, like, here's one case, but here's how it's connected t- to t- five others. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, that's what you do. I, I delve more into the conspiracy side, I'm not realizing. You really do. Like, with the, um, what's it called one? Uh, I Yeah, Diattoff Elisa
1: Dude,
0: for yeah. real. Anyways. So, following the birth of her first two kids, Dina began struggling with severe postpartum depression. Mm. Um she sh- she took medication for this for some time. However, like a lot of people who go on medication for mental health related stuff, the minute she began feeling better, she would stop taking her meds and so then she would uh, fall back into the yeah. depression symptoms. That's all a over bad again. cycle, yeah. Yeah, and so Throughout her adult life, Dina really, really struggled with that type of cycle and that like type of mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and while she was struggling with postpartum, she was also dealing with undiagnosed mental illnesses. Oh. Um, that I'll address later. Okay. <laughs> and it's crazy to me that like it went undiagnosed for so long, because mm. some of the stuff she does like, wild. Yeah. Um, eventually, her mental health got so bad that it stopped just affecting her, but also started affecting her kids. Mm. Um, and in 2002, Dina was investigated by Child Protective Services after oh. she had a psychotic episode. Oh, jeez. So, it's not just, like, she's laying in bed all day. Like, no. No, it's, like, intense. Like, there's a lot going on Something's there. Something's wrong, yeah. hmm This episode was so severe that CPS ordered that Dina not be left alone with children at all. Oh my god. Not gosh. just her own children, but like children in general. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it must have been like pretty, pretty bad, bad, yeah. Now this part makes me mad. Uh oh. So you gotta prep Uh-oh. yourself because I know you're gonna get mad okay, too. I'm ready. However, uh oh. John refused to get Dina any psychological help, claiming that their church forbade it. Oh! <gasps> uh! <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh
1: uh. Uh huh. Uh uh. Uh huh. Oh my god. I hate when people do that. I hate when people are like, mental health isn't real, or like, oh, like, our church- Like, no. No. No, mental health is very much that's real. That's like not going to, like, a doctor when you have- like, when your leg's broken. Yeah. Like, that's- no, which that's also how it also happens in churches, did you know that? Yes, which is also fucking insane. I know. Oh my god. I knew she was gonna get off. mad about that. That pisses me off. Just I,
0: wait. I hate when shit like that happens. Just wait till you hear some of the shit that's said in trial. It's Mental health, oh my god. Mental health exists. Uh-huh. And it deserves, like, treatment and recognition. No, yeah. And it's like...
1: Especially when something serious like that happens. Uh-huh. Or, like... And, like, his children are in danger.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, uh-uh. There's a, like, at a later point, there's, like, some custody stuff with the children, and it's, oh. like, CPS looks at him and goes, you shouldn't really be in charge of them either, because you, oh. like, didn't do anything to get them out of that yeah, situation. bother. Mm-mm. So, despite everything that Dina was going through, she wasn't getting any help for her mental health, she was mm-hmm. still staying at home taking the kids while John went to work, so she was alone- Which wasn't allowed. With the kids. Yeah. Um, and despite all of this, she got pregnant again and gave birth to their third child, Marga- Margaret Schlosser, in 2003. Unfortunately, following the birth of Margaret, Dina went into a deep case of postpartum depression. Mm. Some sources later revealed that on the day immediately following Margaret's birth, Dina tried to commit suicide. Oh, my gosh. Which is just, like, crazy because it's so clear that that she's she's struggling struggling with mental health throughout this entire case. And it's, like, to a point that what she did is bad and obviously it's, like, not something I'm excusing. Uh Uh-huh. But it's, like, if she had gotten the help... Like, there were signs. There were signs and there were so, like... It's crazy how clear it is what she's about to do. Mhm. And it's like if she had just had the access. Like there to help, was ways to prevent that. Yeah. Um so it, obviously it's very clear that Dina needs help. And so even though John refused to get her help, this is when she was hospital- hospitalized for her mental health. Okay. Um That's it was like a good thing. Yes. Um, it was during her hospitalization that Dina was diagnosed with bipolar disorder with psychotic oh. features. Oh. So. Interesting. this is the stuff that she's been dealing with in the background of the postpartum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and bipolar, it can be kind of, like, it can be wild. Yeah. Um, so this diagnosis meant that Dina would not only struggle with the intense periods of depression and mania that comes with bipolar, mm-hmm. but also, like, Psychotic episodes mixed throughout.
1: Yeah, that's not a good combo.
0: No. And especially with her also struggling with postpartum. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times with postpartum, and then you pair it with other mental health issues, that chance of it mm-hmm. being psychotic, like, increases. Yeah, that's it's just stirring the pot more. Yeah. So, she's Throughout all of this, she's also been struggling with undiagnosed bipolar, which is like bipolar is hard enough to manage when it's diagnosed and right. being treated, but when it's untreated, Mm-mm. and mixed with everything else. And again, I'm going to reiterate that if someone had seen this diagnosis mm-hmm. and actually allowed her to get the help that she needed, like, the outcome would not have happened. Yeah. And I believe that.
1: Yeah. Well, so just wait till you confused. hear the trial shit. Oh, You're I'm, gonna lose your shit. I'm sure. You're gonna lose your
0: shit. So, Dina was eventually released from this hospitalization, and a lot of, like, this timeline is very fuzzy, and they don't have exact dates or how long she was hospitalized. But all I know is that she was released, and she went home to care for her new baby while she was still dealing with some extreme mental illness. Mm. Um, her condition kept on worsening, And five days after her suicide attempt, she burst out of her apartment and, like, ran away while her daughter Kelsey watched The Little Mermaid on TV. Oh. According to Dina, the characters in the movie started laughing at her. Uh Uh-oh. So. Yeah. Like, there are very clearly signs of escalation, and there are very, very clearly, like... Points where it's like she needs help and the fact that she didn't get it like, like something's wrong Yeah, something's wrong and this could have been prevented mm-hmm. so following her hospitalization other than this like one little tidbit about her running out of her apartment there isn't a ton of detail as far as timeline so margaret was born in i think december of 2003 and then this happens in november of 2004 okay so now i'm gonna have to do A jump forward Mm -hmm. to November of 2004. So, now we're back where we started. Yeah. So, on November 21st, 2004, the night before the 911 call, tensions in the home, like, very much escalated. Mm. Dina had come to believe that Margaret was destined to marry Doyle Davidson, the pastor. Her daughter? Yeah. Her daughter, Margaret, that she had uh... just given birth to, was (sighs) destined to marry their, like, priest, Fully pastor, adult. Doyle <laughs> Davidson. Uh-uh. Yeah. So, as a, like, kind of response to this, which this is not the appropriate response, like, I get mm-hmm. why he's angry, but this is not the appropriate response. John, in turn, beat his wife Whoa. viciously with a wooden spoon. Oh, my God. In front of their children. Oh, my God. And this was following, um, when Dina claimed that she wanted to quote give her child to Doyle. Oh, uh uh. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: So yeah, like not the correct response, but, but like, like Yeah.
0: It's like situations like these are so hard because it's like, I get why he's angry. But not But like also you, you shouldn't be abusing especially like also in, in front, front of their of your... kids. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. So that whole situation was just bad overall. Bad. And Sadly, I really do believe that if John had taken a step back and, like, actually listened to what his wife was saying and seen the signs that Mm -hmm. this is some sort of psychotic episode... Yeah. The murder would not have happened. Yep. This would not have occurred. Yeah. But sadly, he just kind of got really angry, beat her with a spoon, and then the next day left for work, leaving her alone with the kids. That's... yeah. So... There aren't a ton of details as to where her other two older kids were. Mm -hmm. At this time, they were, I think, nine and seven, so I assume they were at school. Yeah. But they also never really clarified that. All I know is that during this event, they were unharmed, so they're okay. Gotcha. Um, However, Dina was for sure home alone with Margaret. Okay. Um, It was then, when she was alone with... This like almost eleven month old baby that she saw a news story on t v about a lion mauling a young boy, oh, and she took God. it as a she took it as a sign of the quote impending apocalypse girl uh oh yeah, um she then claimed that she heard God's voice command her to cut off Margaret's arms and then her own in tribute, oh God, like so like Dina's, Dina's arms too oh. mm hmm uh-uh. So, this is when Dina went into the kitchen and retrieved a giant knife from the kitchen countertop. God, I don't like this. I know, I'm sorry. This is the rough part. Mm-hmm. Using a nine-inch blade. Jesus. A fucking Massive Damn. knife. She proceeded to cut off the arms of 11-month-old Margaret Schlosser. That poor baby. I know. It was at some point during this whole ordeal that concerned daycare providers who had spoken to Dina recently called 911 because I think... She had also been calling people and, like, been telling them about the apocalypse Uh, and saying, like, I'm gonna cut off her arms and, like, like babbling. Yeah, so people kind of knew. Like, people knew something was wrong, and I think, I also believe that at this point she had called John, Uh, and he didn't do shit. Of course. Because he's a dickwad. Um, Clearly. So, this is when they call 911, and it leads to the horrifying call that I read out at the beginning of Mm -hmm. the episode. That's awful. When pre- police heard that like response, they went to the scene, and when they arrived, they found Dina sitting, covered in blood, still holding the knife, oh. while Christian hymns played on in the background, oh my God. just like on. on repeat. Uh-uh. I hate that like image. Mm-hmm. Like I believe that nine-one-one call has come to be named like the most disturbing nine-one-one call, or like one uh, of the most yeah. disturbing. Um, as she was let out of the scene, Dina continued to hum these religious hymns and chanted, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, as she was let out. Uh Uh-uh. So it's like, I couldn't imagine being, like, those officers at that scene. Yeah. Fucking wild. That's like, uh-uh. Uh, Uh, and it would be so surreal, too. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Because it's like, clearly this woman isn't in a right state of mind. mm -hmm. Um... At this point, Baby Margaret was still alive, oh my even gosh. after her arms had like literally been cut off. That's completely like almost from her body. worse because mm-hmm. she was like, um, and so they rushed her to the hospital as fast as they could. But unfortunately, the trauma was too severe, and she shortly died as a result of her injuries at I this hospital. Awful. That's so, like, it's so heartbreaking. Up. Mm-hmm. Um, after this point, a lot of sources are really, really vague between okay. uh, between like what happened. After Dina was taken away from the scene in the trial. Mm-hmm. So this is when we get into the trial. And this is a fairly quick case because it's a one-off, but... Yeah. I felt like we could have some discussions about some of the stuff that happens during the trial, which yeah. we'll probably extend it a bit more. Mm-hmm. So, this case eventually went to trial on May 24th, 2005, where things only got worse during the testimonies of this Uh-oh. trial. Doyle Davidson... I don't hear from this bitch again. Uh Uh-uh. This is when you're gonna start getting mad. Oh, God. So, Doyle Davidson testified at the trial and claimed that he felt all mental illness was, quote, satanic in nature. Bitch. For Uh that reason, his devoted followers, including the Schlossers, were discouraged from taking antipsychotic medication to counteract the symptoms of their illness. To quote this absolute fucking idiot, quote, I do not believe that any mental illness exists other than demons, and no medication can straighten it out other than the power of God. Oh my fucking- No. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with you?
1: First of all, your logic doesn't make any fucking sense. No, not at all. Because, like, if you're like, all mental illness is the devil, then why are you preventing them from stopping the mental illness?
0: Uh, Yeah. You're like, "Mm, you're not allowed to take meds for it, though. Because God will handle it, is basically what he was saying- Clearly, what happened there? What? Did he? Might I reiterate that this church is still open and still running? And I looked it up and it opens at 10am. That's so... Uh Uh-uh. I could Google Maps it right now. Right now. We could
1: go. We could drive right up there. (laughs) Yeah. And yell at this bitch. No. Like, that...
0: That's so fucking harmful, too. Oh, I know. Like... And the crazy shit is is that this isn't the only church that exists in the United oh, 100%. States that believes stuff like
1: that. And like tons of people individually believe that, I'm sure too. And like- it's
0: like I don't understand that. Like I come from a religious background. I go to church. Mm-hmm. But like our pastor talks all the time about like how suicide is a huge issue, especially where we're is. at. Yeah, and he talks all the time about how we need to prevent it and how mental health like resources need to be more out. It. And it's like, yes, <laughs> maybe it's like, we so, should acknowledge that it's real. So <laughs> it's like, crazy maybe thought. why is this fucking like veterinarian? Right. That oh, makes me so my upset. God. Yeah, because no, like, no. oh, I,
1: it's why. Like it's real. I don't know what else to tell you. And it's not like demonic.
0: No. And also like. No, Uh uh-uh. So, like, that happened during the trial, and people were like, oh my fucking God. Yeah,
1: no, that's not Uh, how it works,
0: honey. That's not where it ends. Oh. Because, furthermore, it was testified that John had failed to get his wife her medication consistently. Oh. Like, as- and this happened as the family became more involved in the church. Yep. Um, so Dina had apparently- like, it came out during this trial that she had been on medication for mental illness- For years before this. Oh.
1: Like, before
0: she and John got married? Yeah. Oh, dang. And then once they joined the church, he stopped getting her her medication. Yep. And she stopped taking it. Yep. So. And look what fucking happened. Often, (laughs) like, yes, she would often stop taking her meds, and that's Mm. when she would spiral, but- Oftentimes, it wasn't actually her at fault for going off her meds because she just didn't have. Yeah, like they just weren't there. Exactly, and it's just fucking wild to me Mm -hmm. because all of this could have been. Well, it's so
1: frustrating, like yeah, that there were signs and there were things you could have done, and like Mm -hmm. clearly, like her husband. And I really do believe that this is not the only case. Where
0: this happened? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And it's like if mental health resources were more adequately available to everyone, Mm -hmm. and if mental health was more like talked about, and people were more educated on it, and how to look for signs. Literally
1: anything that isn't depression and anxiety wasn't as stigmatized. Yeah. Like
0: because things like bipolar, 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 it's
1: way more stigmatized. Like even psychotics, like people who have psychotic tendencies, don't always do shit like this. No, they don't. Like when people get help, like it's not like the end. Like that's no. not, like, a death sentence. Like, that... You can get help for that. And, like, multiple other mental health, like, disorders or, like, things that you develop, like, you can get help for them and it doesn't have to be like this. No.
0: And it's, like, a lot of the times when you hear psychosis or you hear of someone with, like, psychotic or psychopathic mm-hmm. tendencies, people immediately think a like, murderer. they're a crazy killer. Like, and then, like, no one can help them, but that's not true. hmm And it's, like, if people just had adequate resources to get the help that they need,
1: And it wasn't, like, a stigmatized
0: diagnosis. Yeah. Like, Like, things like this wouldn't happen. If people got diagnosed and got help, like... Mm Mm-hmm. And a little bit later, I'm going to talk about some of the stuff that CPS investigates in terms of John, because he has Mm. his own set of issues, too. I'm sure. And it's things more along the lines of, like, narcissistic personality tendencies. Oh. And which, like, I could go off about it. Yeah. But, like, that in, like, a parent... Mm Mm-hmm. Is crazy. It's bad. And it's, like, if people would just, like, have access to those resources and wouldn't feel afraid to get the help they need for more stigmatized diagnoses, like, yeah, things like this wouldn't happen. Well, I think the thing that people don't understand
1: is, like, mental health isn't, like, a choice.
0: No, it's not. So,
1: you should be able to get help for it.
0: It's, like, people don't choose to have cancer. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: that's... Like,
0: so yeah. So why would you think people are choosing to be like sociopathic exactly. or psychotic like or
1: narcissistic even. Like yeah. you can get help for things. It just
0: yeah. If you're struggling with anything, like little promo. Mm-hmm. If you're struggling with anything, go <laughs> yeah. get help. Yeah. And like don't be afraid to get don't help. Don't be afraid to get help. <laughs> get help because it's like you don't want something to like escalate exactly. and end up being in a shittier situation because of it mm-hmm. when you could have gotten help even when it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's my little rant about that, because Mm -hmm. isn't that fucking insane? That makes me so upset. It's so infuriating. Yeah. Um, so thankfully, Dina, like, uh, her trial ended, and Mm -hmm. thankfully she was not found guilty by- because of insanity. So she was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Okay. Um, and she was committed to the North Texas State Hospital and ordered there until she is deemed to no longer be a threat to herself or others. Okay. So they sent her to like I feel, the right spot. Like they yeah. didn't send her to jail because that happens too. Mm-hmm. Like people will commit a crime because they have issues with mental health, and then mm-hmm. they get sent to prison where they don't get the help, and then they get out and they reoffend. But yep, whole other can of worms. Like, and when we you...
1: yeah, I could go so far on that, and that with
0: drugs too.
1: Yep. like not sending them to rehab like, and sending could... yep. them to prison. I could go so far on it.
0: Yeah, like our prison system. Terrible, awful, but awful. anyways. Yeah. So she got sent to psychiatric hospital. Okay. Okay. There's something. There's a like a fucking wild coincidence that happens here. Oh no. And it like I heard I was researching and I like watched a YouTube video about this case, mm-hmm. and I pulled it up and one of the first things she like talked about was this, and I went what? Okay. Because while at North. Texas State Hospital, Dina was given a roommate. And in my opinion, the roommate she has is really fucking creepy. What? So brace yourself. Who is it? While she was at this hospital, Dina was roommates with Andrea Yates. I don't know who that is. Girl. I don't know who that is. (laughs) Because I I have, like, I've heard of it, Andrea Yates. And if you've heard of her... I don't know who this is. Uh For those who don't know... Me. Who Andrea Yates is. She is a woman who drowned her five children in her bathtub. Oh, shit. And, like, that case, wild. Because it has a lot of stuff like Like this this. shit, where she has extreme mental health issues, and it's like, this person told me to do it, and... Oh, no. So the fact that they were roomed together... Yeah,
1: that's weird.
0: Oh, that's freaky. In fact, Dina Schlosser said of her roommate, quote... She is almost my identical personality. I think we'll be friends forever. I've known her for a short period of time, but I believe the feeling is mutual. She probably (laughs) thinks that same thing. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. So that's something that happens. You don't want to be personality
1: twins with someone who killed, like, their children. In the bathtub. Yeah. That's Uh, not something you really want to associate with, I feel.
0: Yeah. So that happened. Yeah. Love it. I really okay. wish you had known about who she no, was I before I said it because was. you would have been like, ugh. <gasps> yeah, but I don't know who that was. No, I've done some research on that case and I might do it in the future because, oh yeah. my god, girl. Right up your alley. Yeah. Apparently. So that's just fucking insane. Yeah. Because, like, there, surprisingly, there are quite a few cases where, like, women kill their children. Yeah, it does. It's like. Yeah. I did Megan Huntsman, Mm -hmm. like, that's one of them, and then this one, and then, but, Andrea Yates is one of the more well-known names, Mm. and so when I saw that name, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Also, who, who let that happen? Right? Who was (laughs) like, oh, let's let's match (laughs) them together. Same, 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 same. Let's Let's put them together. Pair them. Uh. (laughs) Guys? Not such a good idea. So, that's just, like, a little tidbit that I had for y'all. Yeah. Following the trial, John Schlosser ended up filing for divorce from Dina. Sure. Which he eventually obtained. hmm Um, and then he fought for custody of the kids because there were kids involved in this yeah. like that were still alive. Yeah. Um, but I personally don't think either of them should have that because Dina's mm-hmm. struggling clearly with severe mental health. Well, also, like, if she's in a mental hospital, hospital. Like, she can't have kids
1: yeah there. that's not like but they're I not also just going to like live believe
0: there. like the way john acts and i'm sure there's more that he's done other than what i've talked about in yeah. this because like him beating his wife with a spoon in front of their like, kids that probably and wasn't a one time him like going along with these kind of wild like yeah he tales seems like that, a shitty person overall
1: yeah. and like i wouldn't
0: trust him um, so, I don't believe that he should necessarily have full custody of the kids either. Yeah. Um, thankfully, CPS also agrees with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and CPS investigated John and found him to have extreme narcissistic tendencies. Uh-oh. Um, and also found that he did not do enough to protect his kids from Dina during her mental health crisis. mm um, For this reason, CPS said that they would only allow him to regain custody of his children under the condition that his sister lived with the family. Oh, okay. Um, he was also required to complete psychotherapy and parenting classes. Hmm. So they also said, you need help, go That's to not therapy. a terrible, like, situation, no. too. Like, that's pretty... Like, I thought... Like, I was happy with that because a lot of the times, things, like, especially within, like, the foster care or the child yeah, protection I was say that too. system, things aren't handled right no. and kids get hurt because of it. And it's a traumatic
1: experience in general
0: yeah because like these poor kids just lost their baby sister but now Mm -hmm. they're also losing their mother and then yeah 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 so i'm personally i think that cps handled it well in this case especially because they didn't just send him off with the kids Mm -hmm. but they also tried to get him help yeah so um as part of the divorce settlement dina was prohibited from ever having contact with him or her daughters again okay so that's another whole thing yeah um, after Dina spent time in North State, she was eventually released to an outpatient facility in 2008. Okay. Um, she was ordered to be on birth control, take her anti-psychotic, anti-psychotic medications and see a therapist and then also not have any unsupervised contact with children. Okay. Um, however, she was recommended, recommitted to an inpatient facility in 2010 after neighbors found her wandering around in the early hours of the morning, dazed and confused. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But, like, in my opinion, that was probably a good, like, move to have yeah. her recommitted. Yeah. Because when people have, like, really severe mental illnesses, like, I... their Mental health... In we the can, United States We could go
1: on about that for so long. Not handled well. No. A lot to of the say time, the, to say the just, least. Just
0: to say the very least. A yeah. lot of the time treatment facilities aren't humane. A lot mm-hmm. of the times treatment facilities aren't monitored. Um <laughs> troubled teen industry. <laughs> uh-huh. Like yeah. there is so there are so many issues within the treatment of mental health itself, let alone the fact that there isn't enough access to that yep. bare minimum level treatment. Yep. But in my opinion, as long as like this inpatient inpatient facility is what like is actually helping her i think it's a good spot for her especially because she habitually had that yeah pattern of falling out of her medications and going back into mm-hmm. the symptoms and then going back to meds like yeah just a bad someone cycle. keeping her on meds is a good thing yeah um later on though in 2012 she was spotted in a Walmart in Plano Texas oh after she was evidently released at some point again. Apparently, yeah. Um, but people recognized her super, super quick. Yeah. And it became this whole media frenzy. Um, but apparently she had been out for quite a long time using her maiden name, Dina Leitner, until she was ordered to remain committed to state hospital as of December
1: 2020.
0: Okay. So now she's in a state hospital, um, and Judge... Andrea Thompson confirmed that she has, quote, religious delusions when she's not on antipsychotic medications. Yeah, which and would so, track with what she yeah, did. which, yeah. And so, she believes that it's better for all involved if she remains in the state of Texas's round-the-clock care. Yeah,
1: and which so, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. And so, to this day, that's where Dina Schlosser is. Um, as far as her kids, I think they're living happy and health healthfully. Hel- healthy? healthy? Yeah. Yep. There you go. That's, that's a hard. word. Uh huh. Um, but other than that, there's not a ton else on this case because that's, it's like a one off yeah. type thing. But
1: I'm glad it got somewhat resolved. resolved, like well. Yeah. Um, and it seems like she's in a spot that's at least helping her, which yeah. Because clearly there was like a, a lot ton going of shit on, going yeah. on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I feel I feel so bad for everyone involved with that case because just like the result of like her not having treatment before that, like and the fact that it could have been prevented and it ended up so like awfully mm-hmm. was crazy to yeah. me. Um and also just like the nature of the case itself was insane. Yeah,
1: that's well you yeah. started off with a fucking big like, yeah. uh
0: and it's like, I didn't do a ton of detail as far as some of the other stuff that I'm sure she went through, like with her delusions. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that she was in a place where she was like, "I'm gonna give my child to this full grown man to get that, married to." Yeah, I
1: think that was. I
0: crazy. also read this thing about the pastor specifically from this church pastor yeah. priest. I don't know like what whatever himself. he was, the leader. Um, and. It's like he not only believed like all this shit about possession but he mm. also had some really fucking weird like rules and stuff for um, the people in his sure church. I'm sure. And like I looked this. this up because I was like, "Oh my god, like is this like did this ever get shut down because it sounds like a fucking cult?" And,
1: and it's still nope. up. Like if
0: I look it up right now, I can pull up his website. There's a website. Oh my god. www.doyldavidson.com. He named it after himself. He named it after himself. Not even,
1: like, the church. It's Um, just me. It's all about me.
0: Oh my god, he's ugly as fuck, too. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. And so, like. He looks like a corpse. Oh, I know. And I looked it up because I was like, there's no fucking way this is still a thing. Yeah. And it is. Like, I look it up. There's an address. There's, like, a schedule. Oh my god! When it's open and when it's closed, it's no. just
1: crazy. Stuff like that is so like it can be so dangerous. Yeah, like, the way it's and run,
0: it's like, like because the, the way can... he already had these twisted and perverted ideas of what religion is, and I'm, in already, general. I'm
1: sure it fueled Dina like even more because oh, well, like being in that church and like John obviously also felt that way because like the not really giving her the meds and like stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure was influenced by
0: oh the 100%. church's belief, which
1: is incredibly dangerous. Like like look what happened because of that.
0: And it's like think like I can't imagine how many people are currently in that church that could also be struggling right? with mental health mm-hmm. issues. It's crazy. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Mm-mm. So I just think that there are so many things in this case that could have been so easily prevented. Yeah. And it makes me upset. Like it was just a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Exactly. That reminded me of the actual book series, A Series of Unfortunate Events, and now yeah. my brain is there, which is not where it should be. Now but we're somewhere else. <laughs> anyways, that is the case of Dina Schlosser. Yeah. I'm not sure what adjective we're going to attach to this. Well, we'll say something. But we'll, we'll figure <laughs> we'll it, it out. out.
1: But, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah. Go follow us on Instagram and TikTok.
0: I'm glad to be back.
1: Yeah, we'll hopefully be releasing more, like, consistently.
0: Yeah. And hopefully we'll also have some longer cases for you yeah. coming up because yeah. I definitely have a few lined up that I really want to do that are mm-hmm. more extensive. Yeah. But,
1: but I'm excited for yeah. you guys to hear what we have coming up. It's
0: going to be great. Yeah. All
1: right. Thank you guys. Thank we'll, you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.